everyone. I'm Amanda. Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm here with Pastor Michael, and today we are going to be answering the question, did God send COVID? Now, that's a really big question. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> You're going to tell us all the things. Everything you could ever want to know. <laughs> I, I have a secret line to the mind of God as it pertains to COVID. That's right. That's why you're here. Um, this is an interesting question, though, because I feel like COVID isn't the first plague. No. It's not the first illness that has taken over, you know, communities or mm -hmm. countries. Um, I even think about the time of Noah when it was like there was a consequence to sin yeah. and it took over the whole earth. So I'm just wondering, you know, if God sent COVID, it would definitely be a consequence. Yep. Is that what we're dealing with right now? Or is this just some kind of unfortunate circumstance that mm -hmm. happened with some kind of mishandling of a virus and um, just kind of set the yeah. whole world on fire? Um, oops. Yeah. Kind right. of situation. Well, we, with the Genesis circumstance, with the flood, we have the privilege of having Moses tell us why it happened, right? So we have divine revelation of God saying, here's why these things are happening. And actually throughout the Old Testament, it's not an uncommon or crazy thing that God would uh, send a plague or a problem upon a group of people because of their sin. And usually what he would do is he would send a prophet with that to explain. So the people of God kind of always knew what was going on, but I mean, to to the question of the day, did God send COVID? The answer, I think here's the best way to answer it. Maybe, but there's really no plausible way to actually know for sure. So let's, let's like rise above this for a moment. Uh, have you ever watched TV and seen people on TV who are like, God is smiting America, you know? And yeah. what does that make you feel? Inside? Yeah. Just like, paying for our sins right. and like, Ooh. Yeah. Like, do you feel represented when, when you see that on TV? <laughs> You're like, it's like when I meet other like preachers and they're like, you're all going to burn. And I'm like, you represent me. Right. And your unloving attitude, your presumption, your judgmentalism, all that kind of stuff. And, and so Christians have a pretty bad rap. And in fact, there are many people in America around the world who these, these are their primary uh, ideas about what a Christian really, really is. Right. Yeah. So when you, when I meet a lot of people um, and they find out I'm a pastor, sometimes I'm the only Christian they really actually know. And the only Christians they do know, they have like all these presumptive ideas about them. And so it's really hard because you see these people on TV and they are confident and yeah. their assertion or assertion, is that the right word? Their assumption, their whatever, that God did this. And he did this because of follow, you know, here's a handful of sins. So, because of what you did. Right. You know, and so they end up being really inciting. They end up making our lives uh, pretty difficult. So let's, let's just root ourselves in God's word from the very beginning. And there are a couple principles um, that I think just guide the entire discussion. So here's the first principle. No matter what the answer is. And, and this is going to be an answer we're probably not going to get with clarity till we die and get to heaven and God kind of makes sense of what was going on. But no matter what the answer is, whatever God does is always the right, best option. It's always good. It's always just. It's always righteous. There is no flaw in God. So like anytime we watch God do something or not do something, there was never a better option. Like mm. he always picks the option that is the best. And in, in any circumstance, there's a million decisions you can make. You multiply that by every person and everything going on in this world. Uh, whatever God does is the best option. Which is super confusing for somebody right. who is like, 
I don't use the words best or good when mm-hmm. I think of COVID. Right. So let's let's like ground ourselves. There's a couple verses that I just want to, I think are really good from the Old Testament to the New Testament. One is Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse three and four. He says this, for I proclaim the name of the Lord, Lord, ascribe greatness to our God, the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways are just a God of faithfulness and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. Uh, Psalm 145, 17, the psalmist says, the Lord is righteous in all his ways. And I mean, this is crazy and kind in all of his deeds. Mm -hmm. So go to the New Testament, uh, Romans chapter nine, uh, Paul's making an argument about salvation and people who are saved and who aren't. Paul says, what shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? And his answer is by no means exclamation point. No way. Everything God does is good, right, and perfect. So Village Church, we have a, I have like sayings as a preacher, you know what I mean? Yep. Like things I repeat a lot. And one of them is, if you knew what God knew, you would do what God does every time. Um, everything God does is right. The problem is we are like amoebas trying to wrap our brain around the complexity of a human, except the chasm between us, is, us and God is infinitely more vast. And his access to information, ideas, are so much greater. His plans are so much thicker and incomprehensible to our brains. So and long, long standing. You know, right. we can see all of time, and we can yeah. just see when we're alive. Right. Like I, I like to think I'm planning a month out, and I'm proud of myself. Like God has right. planned all of human history and taken everything into consideration, and at the same time, um, does not infringe upon our ability to make free decisions. Like that's a crazy conundrum that, mm. like, I can't quite comprehend. So if we just start with this, God is good always. And if we had access to his mind and his set of knowledge, there would not be one single circumstance where we would make a different decision than he made. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Now, there's a, a a bigger principle here that when we think of, okay, why COVID? How, you know, if God's good, why this? So I think there's a larger principle that we need to think think about COVID through, and it's this. God allows, ordains, or permits all things. Uh, there are some things God allows. Right. So, for example, uh, there is sin and cancer and death. God is allowing this. God is not ordaining it or orchestrating it. Right. He allows the natural occurrence of events to happen. So, COVID could have been an allowance. God permits. This means, uh, like you think about the situation with Job, where Job comes to God and says, "Will you permit me to do this?" And God says, "Yes, you, you have permission." Oh, sorry, Satan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Who did I say? I don't even know what said I said. Job. Job. Yes. Satan comes to God and says, "Will you give me permission?" God says, "Yes." Job is experiencing unbelievable trauma, and that was at the permissive hand of God. God didn't ordain it, but He permitted it. And the whole time He was saying, "You can do this, but you can't do this." Correct. You can do this, but you can't do this. Absolutely. Boundaries were put upon measured. Satan. Yep. Yes. And God's whole point was, watch, he's still going to glorify me and worship me. And Job did, and Satan was made to look like a complete loser. And that story ended up throughout history blessing millions and millions and millions of people who would read it and be encouraged at God's overarching plan. So Mm. the last one is God ordains it. And here's what we know. God does not ordain evil. Uh, And so if God actively ordained COVID, um, it would be right and just. The problem is we just don't know. There's just no biblical precedent that allows us. There's no prophet speaking for God right now. Um, the, the, the word of God is not prophesied about COVID in particular. Um, but if God did, he'd be just. 
If he permitted it, he'd be just. If he allowed it, he'd be just. And that's really challenging for people because you get put back to this position. Do you trust me? Like if you knew what I knew, like you would have made whatever decision I did make, whether I ordained it, allowed it, or permitted it. If you had my set of information, if you had my power, you would actually, despite how awesome you think you are and smarter you are than God, if you had access to infinite righteousness, wisdom, knowledge, and discernment and power, you would do exactly what God does. So are you then saying that it may be a consequence? And if it may be a consequence when these things happen, mm -hmm. is it a time for self-reflection, not just personally, but on a, you know, a nation level or now like a whole yeah. world level is like, you know, is it worth going there? Or yeah. do you feel like because we can't know? Okay, so uh, Jesus actually, so I, I want to take you to Luke 13, uh, verses one through five, because what, what happens in this text is really important because they're dealing with a similar thing. There's a set of, we'll just say like bad things that have happened and people are trying to figure out why these things happened. And I think Jesus gives us something really important here. So here's what, what it says. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Long story short, innocent people killed by Pilate, a sacrilegious ceremony, not good. And they're like, why did this happen? He answered them, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? Like the, what he's saying is, okay, so they died a horrible death. Do you think they're worse? Do you think God was like, oh, you're really bad. You're going to die this way. Yeah. Because sometimes really good people end up dying in terrible ways and yeah. really evil people die in really easy ways. Yeah. And Jesus is basically saying, you have this notion in your brain, which is kind of understandable given Genesis, yep. right? The yep. flood. Yep. Um, that if you're really bad, if something bad happened to you, you must have been really bad. In fact, this is what Job's friends were like trying to make yep. the point. Yep. What did you do that made God turn on you? Right. And, and what Jesus is saying right here is, sometimes stuff happens, but don't presume that when bad things happen, it's because the people were really bad or they were worse than other people. Well, he goes on. There's another thing that happens. He says, uh, no, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Then he says, or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them. So there's a tower falls, kills 18 people. Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? Like, were they so bad that God was like, huh? Perfect moment in time. I've got this 18 terrible people. The tower's going to fall on them. And Jesus says, no, but I tell you, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So here's just, a, I think, a couple so what's from this. Number one, um, really bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Whenever anything bad happens to anybody, we are supposed to step back and say, my life is short. It could happen at any moment. Uh, it might be really dumb. I might fall off a cliff. I might get into a car accident. I might have a heart attack. I don't know what it is, um, but I need to make sure I am right with God. So whenever you see catastrophe, it's almost like Jesus is pulling them out of this Old Testament mindset where God is smiting people for their sin and saying, no, it really doesn't matter where you see catastrophe. The response in the people of God is always repent, repent, get yourself right with God. Make sure that you and God are okay. And that's what he's telling them is, okay, um, have you made yourself right with God? Have you trusted in God? Have you placed your faith in him? Because you can't really control how you're going to die, mm. but we know it's coming. So no matter how it comes for you, whether a tower falls on you, whether or not your blood is your sacrifice by a, 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 a political leader, whether or not you die in a car accident, are you ready? And his, his thing is when bad things happen, make sure you're ready. 
Make mm-hmm. sure you're ready. So did God send COVID? I have no idea. I'm not going to be presumptuous to even assume I would know. We have no prophets telling us. The word of God doesn't tell us. The only thing Jesus instructs us to do is remember that that is a reminder that that can happen to you. Be ready to meet your God. Yep, we're mortals. We are mortals. And it can take us at any time. Well, that actually was super helpful. I think that even Mm. my own mindset, there's a little bit more peace there Mm. because of that um, response from you. Mm. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Next time we are going to be answering the question, how much alcohol is too (laughs) much for Christians to drink? 